Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to United 96 here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. I am joined today by a very special guest to talk about a, uh, a certain Greek uh, player that's going to be coming to, to DC United uh, a little earlier than expected. I have Tom Midler uh, from the other Bundesliga, which is a great podcast name, by the way. I absolutely, absolutely love that. I actually went and subscribed this morning. Definitely looking to, 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 to check some of that out. Tom, how are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. Yeah, not too bad at all. Thanks for getting up early in the morning to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Gotta, gotta, gotta help that time. All right, now you live in. Uh, I, I, I think we had a little mix up on the time, and I assumed uh, you, you, you were in Vienna, Austria. Are you living in Vienna right now? I am in the. Uh, yeah, I'm in Vienna. I thought you thought I was in the UK. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in Vienna, so not far down the road from where Taxi Funtas is playing his football at the moment. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, let let's start into it and let's get into the. I, I want to start, I guess, with with the latest news. I guess I was gonna plan on having this podcast and was gonna, you know, grill you on why Rapid Vienna just just won't just let go, just just let him go. But they are <laughs> eventually letting uh, Taxi Arches Fountas um, go. Uh, it was re- it was revealed today. Uh, Stephen Gall from the Washington Post saying the team is paying a four hundred thousand dollar transfer fee. He is currently in the D.C. area right now. Uh, basically getting ready, taking a medical, doing all, doing all the things he'll uh, apparently be ready in three weeks. I guess the first question is, uh, you know, from, from our side, you know, we're, we're operating off, you know, badly Google translated, you know, German, uh, articles, uh, we're, you know, trying to, to suss, you know, what's, what's been happening, uh, from your, from your side of the pond, um, you know, get any background maybe that, you know, maybe fans might not know. Why has this been such a kind of a, a saga that has sort of developed, uh, for Rapid Vienna? Is it DC? Is it, ta- is it taxi? What, what's been going on? No, I don't think it's got anything to do with DC United at all. I think it's the relationship between Rapid Vienna and Taxi Funtas himself, because, uh, him and uh, his agent, Max Hagmeyer as well, who's quite a well-known football agent over in Europe, they have not, uh, they've not shown themselves in the best light, you could say, in the whole departure. It's happened before. It did happen uh, around a year ago or 18 months ago as well, where Funtas looked like he wanted the exit and, and he sort of tried to engineer the exit himself by you know, not playing to his full potential, by not giving the best of himself and, and trying to sort of make the club want to get rid of him, which obviously doesn't endear you particularly well with the fans. And Rapid have a lot of fans. They're the best supported club in Austria. So there's a big fan base um, and we've seen all sorts of stuff now. You know, if you think back to the beginning of the Corona pandemic as well, uh, like basically the whole of Rapid, their players, their staff, everybody came together and agreed pay cut measures to help the club survive because it's not a league here where you get a big amount of TV money or anything like that. These clubs are are sort of they're real businesses, as it were. They're obviously working in, in European football and and earning some big money in that sense. But they're proper businesses. You know, the players don't earn that much. The, the turnover isn't that massive. So everybody agreed to take a pay cut except uh, Taxi Funtas was in the very, very small bracket. It's rumoured to be about two or three people in the whole of the Rapid organisation who wasn't willing to take this pay cut to help the club survive the pandemic. So I think the relationships become a bit fractious and that is why we've seen Rapid now not desperate to just let him go for, for a cheaper fee or for nothing. You know, they I think they either want his services until the summer and they're happy to pay the price for that or they want to get a, a reasonable chunk of cash out of DC United for him now. Yeah, and it sounds like it sounds like they they got that reasonable um, chunk of cash for 
basically bring him in early. Uh, I find it interesting you, you you brought up that there's been that that he sort of this is sort of something that's happened before, uh, because we we actually had some fans um, on our side who you know they heard about this and they're like, oh you know what's the you know he's he's doing this and and it's great you know we're gonna have him here but you know what's the chances something happens with uh, with DC has this been I mean it sounds like to me yes the answer to this question is yes but I'll ask I mean has have you know I guess attitudes in the locker room been a been a problem uh for for taxi fountas i think they have and it's just been twice really now in in his rapid career and there was the first time when he he wanted to leave you know after a good season he fancied making an exit from austria and as i said just sort of it was that kind of not applying himself apparently and just just not really giving his all for the team and, and sort of fighting to the end it was more you know let me go otherwise sort of putting himself above the club in a way which i suppose should be something to to concern dc united fans a little bit because he has got a reputation now of being a little bit of a mercenary and i think what you don't know is how much of that is down to him and how much of that is down to bad advice or whatever and that's what the club sort of wrote off the first issue as they said look he's back in the fold we're going to get him back on the team sheet um he's important to us we think he's been badly advised um, but but we can move on from it. And now again to see it happening, you know, he signed this pre-contract agreement. It should have been smooth sailing, really. Rapid saying, look, we need him to the end of the season. Uh, Erchen Kara's just left for Orlando. We need Taxi Funtas to stay. Um, but now even even with that sort of already arranged, it should have been so simple. Uh, it still ended up being complicated because he wants out. So. Yeah, it's not the it's not the greatest look for him. And then when you think that he's you know signed a big money deal at DC United as well, it, it just adds to the reputation for him as a bit of a bit of a money grabber. <laughs> well, uh, he, he is certainly getting uh, getting paid here. I, I guess I want to maybe touch a little bit on that because he sort of has. I mean, I, I think I've been I've been following a little bit. Obviously, he he had, had a bout with Corona and and and, and an illness that kept him out of the of the conference league games i mean were those do you do you do you honestly believe that those were truly illnesses or do you think maybe the team was trying to to cover a little bit and he was like nope i'm i'm kind of ready to go now i think the corona thing i'm not going to accuse him of lying about that yeah, there was absolutely. there's been a lot of corona outbreaks in the team um in, in a lot of the teams here as well it's been a, a difficult phase over the last few months so i think there really was a corona outbreak at uh at Rapid, and that's why he missed out perhaps on the Salzburg game uh, not that long ago. But then what's happened since then that's perhaps been even more interesting is this, that he, you know, he's been left out of some of the squads and things, but also he's then reported himself as ill. So this hasn't come from the club side to defend him. It's been the club saying, where are you? We want to play you. And him saying, no, nah, I'm, I'm not well. So he's chosen, you know, an illness, which to... Again, it's speculation, it's rumors we can't, we don't know, but he's not chosen an injury because the club have said, you know, this has been an open row really in, in public and I've not really seen one like it. The sporting director has openly said on TV, yeah, his conduct is really annoying me. He's getting very annoying now, which, you know, you don't usually see. That's a, that's a real breakdown in the relationship. And he's withdrawn himself from match squad saying, I'm ill illness you can't check you can't test the club said yeah look if he's injured we're going to be testing for this we have to it's it's what we have to happen you know our doctors uh, haven't haven't confirmed any injury but an illness you can't be sure you know what can you do you can't check into the guy and he says yeah well look i was feeling dizzy i had headaches or something um what can you do you can't really dispute it but there's a general feeling 
at Rapid Vienna pretty solidly between uh, the sporting director at the top and, and the manager as well, that, that Funtas has been withdrawing himself from the squads and essentially saying, like, no, I'm just going to sit on the bench or I'm going to sit at home even um, rather than rather than wait out my contract here because I want to go to DC United. And uh, yeah, some funny things came up. You know, they mentioned, well, you know, if you're if you're not well enough to be in the match day squad, then you have to do um, these like days with the fans. There's things that our players have to do. There's a whole program <laughs> of things you have to do if you're not well enough to play. So I'm going to be interested to see how uh, how Taxi Funtas handles these things over the next few weeks and months. Um, you know, so I think there's been a lot of stuff where the the club and the players sort of want to attack each other in a way but uh the fans are chipping in as well there's been banners up in the stadium you know saying uh, fight like a lion get well soon taxi because you know because of his uh, in inverted commas terrible illness um, but then on instagram he's been at a tattoo parlor getting a lion tattooed on his back at the same time so i think that <laughs> there's been a bit of a weird thing playing out in the media here but i've not quite seen anything like it before uh, one, one, I guess, uh, I guess I don't know if, uh, the, the show Ted Lasso has made it over to the side of the pond, but it sounds like, I, I think I said on, uh, I said on Twitter, it sounds like he's trying to Jamie Tart, uh, the whole incident. There's a whole, a whole thing where, where the star player, uh, basically fakes his illness. And I said, all, all, you, all the coach needs to do is just have the, uh, have the practice speech. The, which, I don't know if you've I don't know if you've seen the show, but that's I've seen it. Ted Lasso. I love Ted Lasso. If there was uh, if Roy Kent played for Rapid Vienna, I could tell you now this wouldn't be happening, would it? This would not be happening. <laughs> this would this would definitely not be happening. All right, let's. So off the field, uh, you've given me a lot to think about. I, I was kind of like, oh, he's probably just you know he wants to go. Maybe DC's been making an offer. I was putting on Rapid, but from your perspective, it sounds like it's it's a lot on Taxi, which is which is interesting. But you or know, his let's, agent or his agent to be or fair. his agent. Yeah, could absolutely. <laughs> be his agent but i mean uh maybe his agent's advising him that who knows yeah, yeah. fake sick just fake sick that's a, that's an interesting um let's get let's get to how he is on the field though because he, he will be playing games for dc hopefully he stays happy he stays motivated uh what can you tell me like what type of player is uh, uh taxi uh taxi fountas i i have you know when we announced we signed him i scrolled through like in the archives and on our on our paramount plus found some of his conference league or europa league games uh where, where he played i think he scored a couple goals uh seems like kind of a a more withdrawn forward willing to drop back but uh what are some things dc fans can expect from him when he when he's here in dc yeah i think that's a, a good little summary to start with really and I think it's good after what we've talked about so far, it's been obviously a pretty negative start to, to the podcast in that side <laughs> of things, but you know, it, it doesn't escape that he's been a great servant to rapid, at least on the field over a couple of years, they signed him for a very small amount of money from uh, St. Pilton, who were a struggling club in the Austrian Bundesliga. The manager uh, moved over from St. Pilton to rapid. He brought taxi Funtas with him a little while later. And uh, you know, he's, he's scored, 45 goals, 90 games ish, you know, that's, that's a pretty good return, 19 assists in there as well. So his, his return in terms of what he creates and, and the goals that he scores has been very, very good. And, uh, he's been at times, he's been the, the main forward, the, the key forward for the biggest club in Austria. So yeah, they may not be the most successful at the moment, but he's been up there doing his part. And, uh, I think in terms of his play style, you know, he's quite short, he's quite a diminutive player in a sense, you know, in, in, physical leagues against big center backs he uses his movement very very well and the golden recipe for him at rapid was this link up with erchen kara uh, the guy who's gone to orlando now because kara played as this big target man 
And when you've got that target man, you've got that person to aim for in the transitions forward for Rapid. Cara held up the ball very, very well. And that allowed Funtas's movement really to flourish. So he, yeah, he likes to float around, uh, you know, just get into space around the other kind of attackers. Like you said, he's happy to drop back as well and just look, look for a bit of room, look for a bit of space. But on his day, you know, when he gets into the box, he's he's got a good finish and uh, he's confident. He's a confident player. It's just with some of these players, it's, it's almost mental, mentally based as well. Like you said, if he's if he keeps his motivation, if uh, if he keeps his spirits up, which he probably will do at least, you know, for this this initial phase at DC United, the next year and a half or so, it's going to be a pretty exciting time for him. So he's going to be very motivated, and uh, when he's when he's happy, when he's on, uh, yeah, when he's high on confidence, he he gets the goals. Do you think this is? I mean, does he see this maybe as a move uh, to maybe put himself more in the in the Greek national team picture? I know he's made some appearances there. Uh, but it does seem like this is maybe a little bit of a step up. Also, he's maybe getting paid a bit more. I'm not sure what he was what he was getting paid at Rapid. But it, do, does he maybe see this as a way to kind of give elevate his profile a bit for the uh, for the Greek national team? Yeah, it could be. I think it's just a, a change, you know, a, a change, a bit of a refresh. Obviously, things mm-hmm. have been stale now a little bit for a while at Rapid. There is a kind of limit to what you can achieve, unfortunately, at Rapid for for a player, you know, an international player from a different country as well. Um, Rapid's a great place to play, brilliant fans, wonderful stadium, but mm-hmm. winning leagues and cups here in Austria is a very, very difficult challenge when you've got um, Red Bull Salzburg down the road, you know, just sort of sweeping all the trophies. And Rapid have been playing in Europe, so he has he has been in the shop window in a sense uh, in Europe, but. The, the more the months have rolled on now, the more that it's looked like the new manager, Feldhofer at Rapid, is looking to some of the younger players. Not that mm-hmm. Funtas is old at all, but just looking to, to refresh things. Obviously, the bad relationship that's that sort of bubbling under there has, has done him no favours in terms of game time. So I think it was just looking for an out, looking for an option. So as you said, in that respect, it, it surely will do him good in his uh, quest to get back in the Greek team. He's got a lot of experience, Funtas. You know, he's a good signing in that sense. He's quite young. He's only still in his mid-20s. And yet he's played for a lot of different clubs um, and and played in a few different leagues as well. So he's experienced life uh, in, in different European leagues. He knows different styles of football. That should stand him in good stead for the move over. But um, just to go back to the financial side of things, there is no doubt at all if his rumoured $7 million contract is uh, is confirmed as 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 you know, to be what he's earning at DC United, then that is completely out of the league of, of what he would be earning at Rapid Vienna. Austrian football just simply does not have that kind of money except um, at Salzburg. So I'd expect him to be on a fraction of that over here. It's, uh, it's strange because it's the eighth biggest league in Europe in terms of the coefficient. You know, the clubs are doing so well. Generally, the clubs are showing a lot of strength in Europe and there's a lot of good talent around in Austria. But financially... It's uh, it's a very weak league. You know, players are going to be earning in the hundreds of thousands more than in the millions of euros um, for almost everybody. So so financially, this is a massive step up. And uh, yeah, in terms of the the interest and giving himself a chance to just sort of refresh himself, start a new chapter, this uh, could well be a good move for him. Yeah, well, we we, we certainly hope it is. There's a there we've had a. Uh, an, one only one other track record of signing a player from Rapid Vienna, and that was uh, uh, Branko Boscovich, uh, who came over, uh, had, had dealt with some injury issues, uh, but overall was was a very much a loved player. So we're hoping for a healthier 
a healthier uh, saga with uh, with Taxi, but hopefully some of the some of the same memories. There were a lot of the Branko, despite him being injured, brought us some 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 pretty good memories here here at DC. Um, Want to talk a little bit? You you brought up uh, Red Bull Salzburg, and I think this is where this is where maybe you can kind of help us out a little bit. Uh, DC actually are trying to play. I don't know if you have a chance to really watch DC or you know really watch how they play. Uh, we uh, Ernan Lasada, who was coaching over the uh, the Belgian league, came over here, um, instituting sort of a high pressing, uh, very similar to kind of what we've seen from Leeds United, from Red Bull Salzburg, uh, and uh, a little bit from Red Bull Leipzig as well. Though I think they've they've changed up a little bit. Just this kind of this new you know fitness is very important. You know, being able to run, to press, to to turn the ball over, and to and to sort of go vertical in in, in attack, uh, is this a style that you you think will fit um, Taxi uh, Fount as well? I see he has some time at Red Bull Salzburg. I'm not sure if they were you know implementing that sort of style at this time, but uh, it wasn't as 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 a successful stint for him there until he really didn't come up to went to Rapid Vienna. But do you think this is a style that will suit him and that and that that will uh, that will fit him? It remains to be seen. We we haven't really seen him play exactly in that way at Rapid Vienna, but at the same time, as you said, you know he did play for Red Bull Salzburg. This was when he was much younger. He only made one appearance for for Red Bull Salzburg. This is almost a decade ago, and the guy's still in his mid twenties. So he's uh, you know he was a, a teenager then and uh, still just just starting out. But still, you know, a lot of players in Austria have got that education from the Red Bull philosophy from the Red Bull school. And playing for these teams, for Liefering, the feeder team for Salzburg, these guys know, you know, they get drilled in the Red Bull model. So it, he won't be a stranger to it, even if he hasn't played in that way recently. So that should be good. Um, I think Red Bull have influenced the league here in a lot of ways. You know, the most successful team outside of Salzburg over the last couple of years in general has been LASK. You know, the league table doesn't always say that, but LASK have been the ones, you know, coming up from the second division and are really making a name for themselves in the Bundesliga and also in Europe. And they almost play with their own version of the of the high press. You know, they don't do it exactly in the Red Bull way, but they, they've played over the years, this 3-4-3 three, three, high press, uh, you know, the front trio trying to win the ball back even and just, just everybody getting involved and demands that massive fitness level. And Rapid Vienna, you wouldn't say are one of the teams who've done that themselves, but at the same time, as we're seeing with a lot of other clubs, once that is established as a great way to play football, as a good way, you know, this is what this is what teams are aiming for. This is what teams are, are finding effective. Teams like Rapid Vienna, even with their more defensively minded coaches that they've had since uh, Taxi Funtas has been there, they do they do learn some of those things. They pick up some of those things. So he has been practiced in that in a way, um, even though you know it will be a new challenge for him. Still getting back, winning the ball, trying to push on, and, and quick transitions, working on what he can do as an attacker when his midfield or when his defense win the ball, where does he have to go? That that's all, almost a science these days. It's almost a, mm. you know, it's a very studied art of like, what do you do as the striker? Where do you go in relation to, to the defenders? Where can you open up space for a really fast break? And he managed that at, at rapid as well. That was one of the ways that, that they were quite effective. Sometimes I mentioned him playing alongside Kara, but quite often rapid would win the ball back from the defense 
and they'd be able to play this long ball football, but not in a kind of uh, derogatory way of long ball football, but more in a kind of skip the midfield who needs it when you can go straight to your target man and then knock it out. And then Funtas's movement is great to get into the area. And then between, yeah, a defender, the target man, and then Taxi Funtas, you could come to a shooting opportunity within a few seconds of, uh, of getting the ball at the back. So it's, uh, I think he should be able to fit into that, even if it's not his natural position right now. Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting because I mean there's a lot of um a lot of fitness demands that that uh that Hernan has. The 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 infamous beginning to the uh 2021 season with Hernan was when he he came in and uh, into uh into the team and was like, "Oh my goodness, like everybody's out of shape. Like we need to completely rethink how we're doing this." Um so he's made that a big effort and and the team has been much healthier um this year. So I I'll, I'll be curious to see how when Fantos comes in, you know, what type of shape is he in? You know, is he going to be able to sort of slide right in? Uh, does he think, uh, I, I know a lot of players from Europe come here and think this is going to be a payday and a vacation. So I hope he's certainly motivated uh, to to perform well. Um, so I'll be curious to see, you know, what immediate availability we get. Um, I'm, I'm thinking his English is, is probably uh, pretty good. Um, so I'd be interested to see what type of, uh, when he does officially get introduced, when they maybe have that press conference, what we see, um, what we see from that. Uh, Tom, it's been awesome to, to have you on. Uh, you've been aw- awesome at giving us some insight in, into our new player. Uh, tell the good people if they want to learn more about the Austrian Bundesliga, which, by the way, has the like most unique like seat regular season, I think, with the whole splitting of the season. It was kind of funny to have. I actually um, – there's a, a guy on a, a, a Twitch stream. I, I've gotten into football manager who plays uh, with Florence Dorfer, and so I knew about the split season. And everybody was like, "Why don't? Why doesn't Taxi just come? You know, after March because uh, uh, because the season's over at that point." I said, "No, no, no, it's not over. They like split the season and they do that whole thing. So very, very cool way to 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 decide the season. I, I wish maybe some other leagues in Europe uh, would kind of uh, would kind of take up on that. Um, but uh, where uh, where the where can the people find you? Listen to you and uh, yeah, anything anything else you want to plug? Feel free to feel free to drop it in." Oh, thanks. Yeah. So our main place is on Twitter. You can find us at other Bundesliga. Thanks for, uh, you gave our name a nice compliment earlier. Obviously, you know, we're living in the shadow a bit of the German Bundesliga, which everybody knows. So I've called this podcast the other Bundesliga. Um, yeah. So we're covering everything Austrian football related, national team related as well. There's a lot of cool stuff going on with, uh, with the Bundesliga teams, with the national teams. Um, you can listen to our podcasts. We link that all on Twitter. You can find the podcast, the other Bundesliga podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, actually, we just did an article on our website, which is otherbundesliga.com, about exactly how this crazy Austrian Bundesliga works with the regular season, the split, <laughs> the two groups, the relegation group, the championship group, all these European places to be decided. We uh, we, we covered that and all the, the halving of the points and all this like this crazy, uh, crazy, wacky way that the Austrian Bundesliga has worked for the last few seasons. So uh, if you want to get on there at uh, otherbundesliga.com and have a read of that, you'll know a bit more about the league that Taxi Funtas has been plying his trade in for the last few seasons. All right, Tom. Well, thank you again so, so much for joining us. Uh, it's been been awesome to have you on here. Uh, guys, uh, we will, I'm not sure what we're going to do with the release schedule of this episode yet. I think we're still trying to figure it out. Uh, I know for one thing, I, this is going up on our Patreon page. So if you're listening to this now on our normal podcast feed, uh, you could have had it a lot sooner if you join our Patreon, patreon.com slash RFK Refugees if you want to join the show. Uh, Tom, thanks so much for joining us, guys. And we uh, will catch you all uh, next week. Vamos.